All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and yet another chance to get our acts together. Today is August 11th, 2022, and week 184. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible stages and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. If you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as the last previous three, four, however many weeks, this is also a pre-recorded message, so we won't be able to answer you guys' questions or comments live, but still leave them anyway. We will get back to them at some point. As I said last week, our inboxes are always open and we look forward to the questions and any interactions. As you can see from the title, it's a question and it says, do you know Christ. Sure, you can go and ask any Christian Christian out there and they'll say, I know Jesus died for me. He rose again on the third day. He, he died for my sins. But do we actually know who he was? So we'll be getting into that topic tonight. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I pray that you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer before we start this Bible study. Heavenly Father, thank you for being an awesome God. Lord, thank you for the thank you for giving us your mind. Lord, help thank you for being um, willing enough to teach us about how you think. So many people possess gifts in this world. So many people uh, possess knowledge that they don't want to share. But Lord, I thank you that you share your knowledge with us, that you uh, give so freely. You freely give to us, so you're expecting us to freely give this to others. So, Lord, help us to always make you proud. Uh, help whatever we do uh, to be pleasing in, in your sight, Lord. We're, we're wanting to be saved. We want to hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things so he'll make us ruler over many lord that's what we want to hear so lord we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life that that, that we recognize and we remember that there is still a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm so lord we're praying uh, that your will would be done in our lives uh, and that we can um, get in a position where we can not only help ourselves but help someone else give us that type of heart so lord we're praying all these blessings in your most gracious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Do you know Christ? Um, I I thought about this um, from talking with talking with people that I care about, you know, and people admitting that they're really not even sure what it is that they believe in, and I respect that. A lot, because a lot of people are afraid to admit the truth. Um, people, the scripture tells us people hold the truth in unrighteousness, which means we just hold on to the truth, knowing right from wrong, but we won't actually do it and we won't tell other people to do it. We will watch people do wrong and we won't say a word. We'll watch people do wrong, sin. And we will not speak up. People do this now. But I want to discuss this topic because I want you 
to know about Christ. I want you to know why we follow Christ. I want you to understand why it was important for Christ to do what he did. So we're going to cover um, a lot of people's favorite verse. Um, And it is a powerful verse. There's nothing we can take away from this verse. Um, It is truly an incredible story. So we're going to pick up John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is why we believe in Jesus. God gave us Jesus, Christ. Now, Christ is not his last name. That tells us who he was. He was the Messiah. He was the Savior. He was the person who died for your sins. See, you and I both have sinned. We have sinned since being born. We have come into the world and sinned. You know, I had someone lie to me and say they didn't sin until they were 14. That's nothing but a lie. I don't know what age you sinned at, but I know it was well before 14. Since we were a young baby, I'm sure we've sinned. One, two, three years old. Yes, you've sinned. Even at that age, you have young children cursing, lying, doing stuff like that, even at a young age. But nonetheless, despite what age you sinned at and how many times you've sinned, you say you sinned, uh, I've sinned a million and one time, and you sinned a million. Despite how many times we've sinned, someone had to pay the price. Whenever a crime is committed, Someone has to pay the price. There is judgment to be made. According to God, he does not agree with sin. It's against God's law. Now, to you, some things might not seem that big, but to God, it's humongous. So, the world was in the condition that it was needing a savior because we have sinned. God wanted a sacrifice, someone who had never sinned to die and pay the price. God required blood. That's the reason we had so many blood sacrifices through animals throughout the Old Testament because God was showing the necessity of blood. He needed bloodshed to pay the price. So we needed someone who had never sinned to pay this price. That's why, that's why Jesus came along. He said, lo, I come, and the volume of the book is written before me. It's written of him. These scriptures were written about Jesus. So we find a psalm of this story, uh, a summary of this story, that God loved this world so much, he loved you. So he gave Jesus to die for you. That 
If you would believe in him and change your life and do exactly what he tells you, you can be saved. You might say, well, what am I being saved from? You're being saved from eternal damnation. You're being saved from eternally being separated from God. You don't want to be separated from God. He is the source. Song said, uh, he is the source of our strength. He is. He's the source of our life. We live, breathe, and have our being because of him, the scripture tells us. God is responsible for everything. So this is what I want you to know tonight. If you do not know who Christ is, why he is, what he did, why he did it, he came here and lived a perfect life to please God on your behalf. So you might think, well, since he did that, I don't have to do anything. That could not be any further from the truth than what it is because it's so very far from the truth. We still have an obligation. Jesus told us, take up your cross and follow me. He said, look, you got to do something. So to get back to Christ, though, he came here and died for your sins. So we're going to go back to the book of Luke chapter 1. And I want to show you his birth. Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. So you can see how Christ came into the world. Everything about him was miraculous. Everything. If you don't believe it, you study this book and I guarantee you, you'll find out that it's nothing but the truth. So Luke 1 and verse 26 for us, Melvin, if you will. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named mm -hmm. Nazareth mm -hmm. to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph mm -hmm. of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Mm -hmm. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Mm-hmm. And when she saw him, she was troubled at him at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Now, this is a virgin. And God is about to perform a miracle in her life. This is how Jesus was born, through a virgin, a miraculous birth. Read verse 31 for us. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. Jesus, the one born for your sins and for mine. I thank God he was born by the Virgin Mary. I thank God for this birth. I thank him for this. Because this is the reason you and I have this life that we have today, because of Christ. And this is why we have the opportunity to be saved. He said, look, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But we can have 
everlasting life. All we have to do is believe in him. You know, Mary told us the same thing. She said, whatsoever he saith, you need to do it. If you believe it, you'll obey it. So Jesus was born. But here, this is before he's born, Mary, his mother, but she technically wasn't his mother. But we're not going to get into all of that tonight. So we'll just say his earthly mother, Mary, she was told that she's going to conceive a child. Mm-hmm. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. Mm-hmm. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. Mm-hmm. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. Mm-hmm. And of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Of his kingdom, there shall be no end. See, he's going to reign forever and ever. He wants you to reign with him. He wants you to make heaven your home. You know, people, <laughs> after people die, everyone goes to heaven. Now, that's not true, but that's what people think. This is how you get to heaven. We all want to die and go to heaven. This is how you get there, by believing in Jesus. So I wanted to go back and show you exactly how he was born. Now, we won't be able to cover even half of the details of these things. Our time will not permit us within about one hour or so. Time will not permit us to cover this. But I want you to know of the miraculous birth and why he died. So this is all the things that he did for you. He came into the world for you. He didn't come here to save himself. He came to save you. If Jesus did not die for your sins, we'd all go to hell. If he didn't die for our sins, we'd all go to hell. But he died so you can have an opportunity. Him dying did not guarantee you that you're going to heaven. It gives you the opportunity. You still make your own choice. I want you to know right now, you have a choice. Talking to people that I care about, I'm trying to let them know you've got a choice to be saved. You don't have to put this off. You don't have to say, let's wait till next year. Let's wait till next month. No, you got a choice right now. See, you can die before next month. There's a lot of people God is reaching out to, and they're turning him down, and they're not realizing that was their last opportunity. So I want you to know who Christ is, why he did what he did. So here we find he's going to reign and there shall be no end. Verse 34 for us. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? She said, I hadn't been with anybody. How is this going to happen? Uh huh. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee mm-hmm. and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. The Holy Ghost is going to be the father. The Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you. Uh huh. 
Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And there's going to be a holy thing inside of you because of the power of God. This is a miracle. This is a miracle birth. This is not like the other births that have happened before and even after him. This was a miracle birth. Now, I know there were other miracle births that people prayed for to have a child, but this is completely different. This is completely different. Jesus being born of a virgin. The Holy Ghost overshadowing her. And so this is how he came into the world. Even from his entrance into the world, it was a miracle. And from that moment, he continued to live a miraculous life. He healed many people. He raised the sick. He raised the dead. He opened blind eyes. He raised up those who could not walk. He did so, he fed people. He taught people how to live. He taught people how to live a holy life. You know, that's what we should be desiring to live. A life that is holy and acceptable and pleasing to God. Our life should be a living sacrifice, the scripture said. But the reason our lives are not a living sacrifice is because we don't know who Christ is. We don't know how he sacrificed. You know, in order for us to do something, we have to see someone else do it first. Christ came down here and lived a righteous, holy life for you, for our example, to show us what we need to do. So this is how he was born. I want to go, I believe I want to go to Luke chapter 22. Luke 22, and let's go to verse 40. Because this is, now we fast forward it because We don't have all the time in the world to go through everything, but stick with this program. Stick with uh, this, this regimen and you will see the life of Christ. So now we're going to go towards his death. Verse 44 is male. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. Now, he's 33 years old at this point. He died at the age of 33. He was killed at the age of 33, but he laid down his own life. We're not going to be able to get into all that. But at the age of 33, he was killed. And so before this happened, he knew it was coming. This is the purpose that God gave him. We read that in John 3, 16. God gave him for this purpose so he'd die for our sins. A man by the name of Judas betrayed him. That's going to be on down some. I thank God Judas betrayed him. Somebody had to for us to be saved. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and backstab and betray anybody today. But I'm telling you we needed this betrayal. 
somebody had to kill him for us because he was the sacrifice. All throughout the Old Testament, animals were sacrificed. And the only way they could be sacrificed is if someone killed them. But now don't you go out and get uh, killing happy today. God's not telling you to kill people. He's not telling you to do that. So I don't want somebody to take that and run with it. So Jesus tells his disciples, he had 12 disciples. And he took a few of them here to pray with them. So he told them, look, pray that you don't enter into temptation. Uh-huh. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast mm -hmm. and kneeled down and prayed. He was close enough to where they can hear him, all right? Saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. You know, he knew he came here to be killed, but he's doing this for our example. He said, if it's possible, allow me not to go through this, if it's possible. He knew it was possible the whole time. Excuse me, he knew it was not possible the whole time. He had to die. There is no salvation for you nor I if he did not die. He had to. But he prayed that prayer, all right? And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, mm -hmm. strengthening him. Mm -hmm. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. Mm -hmm. And his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Look at the pain he's in. He's doing this for us. He's going through this for us. He knew he had to go through this. It was for this purpose he came into the world. To die for our sins. God so loved the world that he sacrificed his only begotten son. Gave him up to die. And not only that, Jesus gave himself to die. He knew what was coming. That's why he's praying. He said, the hour is here. Uh-huh. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. Drop to verse 47. And while he yet spake, behold, a multitude, and he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. One of his own twelve came to kiss him. Now that was their tradition. They greet each other with a kiss. Not like what you're thinking. A holy kiss. Uh, Paul talked about it. He said, greet one another with a holy kiss. So he comes to greet Jesus with a kiss. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? Trying to pretend he's his friend. But that was really the signal to let them know, the people that came with Judas, to let them know this is the man they need to capture. All right? When they which were about him saw what would follow, they said unto him, Lord, shall we smite with the sword? His disciples asked, Lord, should we fight them? They're, they're coming to take you. Should we fight them? Should we go ahead and kill them? Uh-huh. And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. They didn't even let Jesus respond. And if he did, they ignored it. 
went ahead and cut one of the guy's ears off. All right? And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye thus far. And he touched his ear and healed him. Now look at this man. They're coming to apprehend him. And Jesus takes the man who's coming, one of the people who's coming after him, heals him. See, look at the love that this person has. He's set on doing God's will. See, when, at what point of your life, most of us, if someone is going to attack us, we're not trying to help them at all. Jesus even helped the one who came to attack. You know, on the cross, he prayed this prayer. He said, Father, forgive them. While he's on the cross hanging for his life, he said, Father, forgive them. I want to go and get that. He said, Father, forgive them. We're going to pick it up in the, um, the 23rd chapter. 23rd chapter. Let's, let's uh, read 33. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. He was crucified with two other people, one on the right, one on the left. Even the one of the guys on the cross even mocked Jesus. Now, these people had spit on him. They had laughed at him, talked about him. They, pre they said, look, he saved others, but he won't save himself. He cannot save himself. But Jesus had this prayer. Verse 34, Mel. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He said, Father, look, forgive them. Look at the love that he has. Someone laughing at him, talking about him, spitting on him doing all manner of things. They slapped him. They did all manner of things. And he still said, Father, forgive them. See, this is the one who died for you and I. He went through this for you and I. You could not go through this, nor could I. Cannot go through this. He said, Father, forgive them for they don't even know what they're doing. So I want to go um, read verse 35 there. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, mm -hmm. if he be Christ, mm -hmm. the chosen of God. They said, look, he ain't nobody. He saved everybody else, but he can't save himself. If he's who he really say he is, chosen of God, he truly was chosen of God. God sent him to do this job. This is what God sent him for because we could not do it. Read verse 36 for us, Melvin, if you will. And the soldiers also mocked him, mm -hmm. coming to him and offering him vinegar. Mocking him. They weren't trying to help him out. 
He was even on the cross, said he thirsted. He had lost so much blood from them whipping him, putting a crown of thorn on his head. This man bled so much. It was a miracle he was even alive. And yet, they didn't feel sorry for him. He had did no wrong. The judge, Pilate, the governor over him, he told the people he didn't find any fault in Jesus. They could not prove he did any wrong. Yet they still killed him. I thank God he came to die for me. I heard preachers say, he said, it was not the nails that held him there. It was, it was true words when I heard it. He said, it wasn't the nails. It was love. He did that because of love. Verse 38. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. Mm -hmm. This is the king of the Jews. Mm -hmm. And one of the male factors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Even the guy on the cross next to him on his left, said, look, if you really who you say you are, get us down. Man facing death himself. Everyone came against him. But you know what? He rose again the third day. He rose again the third day. He died, but he rose again the third day. So this is why this is why we follow him, because he died for us and he rose for us. We're going to go and look at that in Luke chapter 24. This was the third day of the week now. This is three days, excuse me, not the third day of the week, three days after he had died. We're going to pick up verse one here. Now, upon the first day of the week, mm -hmm. very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. Now, these women, they were coming to the grave where Jesus had been. Uh, he wasn't buried. He was placed in a tomb. And they put a stone in front of the, in front of the opening. They came with these spices, these fragrances to put on the body because they didn't have the technology we have now. So they used this to keep down the stench. I'm certain of that. At least that was one of the benefits. This was their custom. So they came here looking for a dead body. So people oftentimes say, Thomas, he was, doubt he was a doubter. Well, show me which one of them wasn't because not any of them believed that Jesus had Risen, And he told them, he said, look, if you destroy this temple, if you destroy this body in three days, I'll, I'll rear it up again. He told us he would come back after three days and he proved it. He proved it. So first day of the week, they come there looking 
for the body of Jesus. Verse 2, Mel. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. Mm -hmm. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed, thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. They were confused as to why the stone was raised. Excuse me, the stone was rolled away. And now they came in and found two angels, all right? And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? The angels told them, Why are you looking for someone? You're looking in a place where dead people reside when this person is living. Jesus is alive and well. Didn't he tell you that? Read verse 6 for us. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, mm -hmm. saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. This is what he did for you and I. He rose again. He was not there. And so he came back, and he told his disciples, what they needed to do. And this is why we believe in him. This is why we're baptized in the name of Jesus. This is why we receive the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking and talking. This is why we do this. Because we have learned who Christ is. So I want you to know him. I'm encouraging you to keep studying, to find out more about him. It gets way deeper than what we went into. But I just wanted to show you his life, uh, his, his uh, birth, and his resurrection, because we definitely did not get into a lot of things he did, but he did some miraculous things. So God bless you guys, and continue seeking him. So at this time, I will turn it back into the hands of Melvin. Again, God bless you. Thank you. Uh, great message. Um, don't have really that much to add. Um, but I remember our very first live stream um, on Facebook was, what are you coming to Jesus for? What are we? Do we really know if we don't know who he, he, who he, who he is? You know, um, if we do know Jesus and therefore God, then we know when something is not of him will know what to pray for in essence. Well, how to, look, I don't even need to pray for this because I know that God wouldn't want this to happen. Like this is not following his word. We'll also know if we hear a preacher, we'll know if they are of God because we will know Jesus. We will know our this is uncharacteristic. This is not what Jesus would do. This is not what Jesus would say. We would know that. As Tony mentioned, um, we didn't even really scratch the surface of the life of Jesus. And that is what the books, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are about. The life of Jesus, the birth and death. Now, I don't know. I know I don't know um, every single thing. But I do know a lot of the stuff that we did not cover. Cover. For instance, um, after he got killed on the cross, it said there was darkness on the earth from the sixth hour until the ninth hour. 
I'm sure most of us know about the movie, The Passion of Christ, which it is a good movie. One thing it did not cover was the three dark hours of what Jesus went through. So I, I definitely advise and encourage for all of us to take a deeper look to see what exactly is that Jesus has done for us. We will, we will want to do right. We will want to live right because of what he's done and because we love him. See, we may start off by only wanting to live right because we don't want to go to hell. But as we learn more about him, that should turn into wanting to do right. One, because it's just the right thing to do. And two, because we love him. And, and when we find out what all he's done, we will understand that we can never repay him. How many of us would be mocked like that? Spit on. And I'm sure a lot of us consider that as the most disrespectful thing for somebody to spit on us. I remember watching the sports show and they talked about this. They said, man, if somebody spits on me, oh, furniture, furniture is going to be moved. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, oh, we, we about to fight. So, but Jesus, he went through that. Got spat on, mocked, saying, oh, if, if <clears throat> you save everybody else, but you can't save yourself. If you really are who you say you are then get off the cross, get down. He was exactly who he said he was, but the love was too strong to where he couldn't get off. So that's all I had to add. Um, get to know Jesus. We should definitely get to know who we love. We say that we love him, but we don't know a lot about him. So get to know him. Get baptized in his name, in the name of Jesus. Get the gift of the Holy Ghost. It'll make understanding things, well, it will make us to where we can understand a lot of other things that we just simply cannot without it. Because he told Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he won't be able to see, see these things, won't be able to understand. That's why a lot of the things that we say sound foolish. Make sure we have the Holy Ghost. Make sure we're baptized, not serious. <laughs> make sure we're baptized in his name so that we can get to really know who he is and what he did. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what you're going through. God will make a way to escape it. It will make a way out of no way. And you will actually believe that if you know who Jesus really is. So next week should be another pre-recorded message. So until then, thank you guys so much for tuning in and have a happy and safe and blessed weekend. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. 
Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.